Welcome to the Iron Self Podcast, where we jump into health, fitness, mindset, and becoming the best version of yourself. Today with your hosts, Mike and Kayla Minion. Welcome back to the Iron Self Podcast. Again today with Kayla and Mike. So today we are talking about the Iron Self Six Fundamental Principles for Life. So these are principles that we've come up with that we believe in and that we share with all of our clients to become the most successful versions of themselves. So they include what we deem to be the most important factors for a healthy, complete life. A healthy, complete, long-term, successfully life. I don't even... We don't, we don't want short-term success for anybody. If anybody, anybody who's worked with us knows, as soon as you start with us, you're part of our family. We are long-term success-oriented. We work on goals, we stack it together, and we build success long-term. So the big thing here is that we all want to live a nice, full, long life. We all want to be healthy. And these are all things that we say that we want, but some of us, we don't always take action towards those. Or when we age and we get to be in that retirement category that we're always looking for, it becomes a place of disease management and no longer this like dream of traveling the world that we've been planning for. Well, a lot of times we don't even know where to start. So if you've never been on a health journey, if you've never taken your health seriously, if you've just coasted through life eating whatever comes in front of you and, you know, just, just kind of coasting, setting it on autopilot, then a lot of times you don't know where to start. So we're going to give you the six pillars to a strong, healthy, vibrant life. And I'm going to start out with number one. One of my personal favorites is movement. Now, this doesn't mean that you need to like lift weights and be in the gym. This also doesn't mean that you need to like do yoga. This means movement. So for some people, movement starts as just walking. It starts as, you know, you take your dog for a walk once a day. You know, if you are sitting on a couch right now and that's all you do, if you sit in a truck for work, I used to work with a lot of firefighters. If you sit in a truck all day and then you get back to the hall and you sit at the desk all day, and then you go home and you sit and watch TV, maybe that just means getting up and getting more active, walking, right? Maybe instead of taking an elevator, you take the stairs. Movement is movement. Movement is lotion for your body. This is how we, this is how we get those bodies where we're thriving, where we're actually enjoying movement, enjoyable movement. Okay, so enjoyable movement. Pillar number one, you must have some form of movement in your everyday life. If okay. that means going to the gym six days a week, Heck yeah, do it. Do whatever's enjoyable Sports. to you. Sports, woo! Okay, <laughs> pillar number two. <laughs> Nourishment. Nourishing our body with whole foods. We live in society where food is so readily available now and we get things like Oreos or chips and those kinds of things and we call this food, but it's not food. It's food is, you know, your yams and your carrots and- Butternut all... squash. Oh yeah, butternut squash. <laughs> That's Sorry, we're on a butternut squash kick right now. So <laughs> but, good. <laughs> but the thing is, is that food comes from the earth. And so if it comes in a prepackaged bag, it's probably not going to nourish your body. The nourishing of the body comes from the micronutrients that we get from our foods, the, the whole grains, the fibers, all of that kind of stuff that really begins to serve our body and build our body up. 
right? When we th eat these processed foods, that really breaks our body down and it cuts us down and it creates areas of nutrient deficiencies. It creates areas where we're increasing cravings because we're actually not meeting certain nutrients that our body is looking for. There's so much here that kind of compounds. The, the big thing is, and I, we saw this, we were watching a video a little while ago and it, it showed a triangle like a pyramid and it starts with your whole foods at the bottom. So those are like your, your whole grains, your feet, your meats, your whatever you're going to eat, whole foods. And as it gets higher, it gets more processed. So at the top, it's like, you know, ding-dongs, Oreos, whatever they are. <laughs> so something that's just that easy, highly palatable food. And as the food gets up to the top more, the nutrient density goes down. But then down at the base here, your whole foods are those super nutrient-dense food. That's where your body is actually getting the nutrients it needs on a day-to-day -day basis. When we nourish our body with whole foods and whole grains, what we actually see is that our body begins to thrive. We begin to suffer from less ailments. We begin to have less inflammation in the body. And we begin to have more energy and more vitality and that's really truly what we're looking for right you can't just pop a multivitamin and, and say that that's going to give you the energy and the vitality that your body needs you need to really start with the whole food sources because that's really how our body can sit to the start to take what it needs out of there right and then dispels what, what we don't need and one good thing doesn't take away from all like i i had a hockey player and he ate fast food all the time no fault of his own because he was young he wasn't planning obviously making his own meals he was going out and just eating fast food because it was quick between games but he ate or he would drink a green shake and then he's like well i'm healthy because i have my green shake on top of this and i'm like just having a green shake is great don't get me wrong like you're gonna get some nutrient out of it but it doesn't make up for eating three meals a day of absolute trash right so build on those healthy habits so you know, if you have that green shake and that is your one awesome meal and you're super celebrating that, how can you add a little bit more, I'm going to call it variety in other aspects of your day? So maybe you grab a McDonald's cheeseburger and then you go over to like chop leaf and you grab yourself a side salad or you get yourself a salad roll. Like how can you find that a little bit more balanced? Because we tend to get locked into these behavior patterns that are comfortable, easy, familiar. And when we need to take that brain and step outside of the, the those comfortable, easy, familiar brain patterns and into the uncomfortable and start to change that patterning. Yeah, 100%. Okay. Trailer number three. Number three is radical, unconditional self-love. Radical self-love. So when we say radical, it means like, no matter what, unconditional means that there is not a single condition. I don't love myself more if, if I do when. a certain thing. Yeah, or when I do a certain way thing, if I look a certain way, or when I achieve a certain thing. There's no conditions. It's yeah. radical. It's totally different. It's outside of the box thinking. So here's the thing. You today, whoever's listening to this right now, you are an accumulation of all of the decisions you've made in your life up until this exact moment. So you need to learn to accept that without conditions, without judgment. Maybe you haven't made all the best decisions. Maybe you have made some pretty awesome decisions. I bet you, if you look at it, you know, you, you probably balance out pretty good. Most people do, but they focus on the negative aspects and they're like, well, I, you know, I beat myself up because of this, 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 and this. And I can't fully love myself because of these reasons. It's like, well, no, you, you get to accept that you may not be perfect, but you get to still have that love for yourself and acceptance of yourself, true self-acceptance, because without that, you're, 
you're going to be lost here. Well, and the way I always explain it is like, if you've got a kid, you don't, you love your kids unconditionally. There, there's nothing that your kid can do to make you stop loving that child. But when we, we tend to put those parameters on ourselves, right? If I do this, I can't love myself. When I don't do this, I can't love myself, right? And that is just, a, I'm going to call that stinking thinking. It's stinking thinking to think that way because you need to unconditionally love yourself. We slip up. Like Mike said, it's human, yeah. okay? You are meant to fail, and we say all time and time again on this podcast, fail forward. Make your failures and learn from them. The big Grow. thing is the learning, right? If you If you make the same mistake time and time again and you don't learn from it and you don't create healthier habits because of that, then that that is a lack of trying on your side. And some people do lack that effort. So if you want to improve your life, you, you need to be able to take that effort and to take those first steps to admit that there was a mistake made. It's the hardest thing to do. When I screw up, it's the hardest thing to go to Kayla and be like, ooh, kind of messed this one up. You know, sorry, at least it was on kid number three. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, so those are your first three. So number four is... Gratitude. Like, one of my favorite things. Be grateful for what you have here and now, today, not yesterday, and not tomorrow. Be grateful. Everybody has something to be grateful for. You you get some people and they're like, oh, I don't know what I'm grateful for. I'm like, okay, well, do you live in a house? Yeah. Do you live in an apartment? Sure. Do you live, you know... Do you live somewhere that isn't outside in the snow right now in Alberta? Yep. Great. You get to start there because you can be grateful that you have a roof over your head, regardless of what that roof is. Okay. And if you don't have a roof over your head, maybe you're grateful that you have a warm meal in your tummy. Yeah. Or maybe you're grateful that you got breath in your lungs, right? There's, there's always something. Yes. I love that. Breath in your lungs. Maybe you're just grateful that you woke up today. Do you know how many people don't get to wake up today? Lots. So you got to do that and that's amazing and that is a gift. And I think that we often glaze over it as like, this is normal, this is normalcy, this is this is something that just shows up every day and we expect it to happen. But what if it didn't happen? What if your expectation changed? Then would you still be grateful for that? Like you just really need to go, get back to basics. I myself, I've been trying to like focus on those little things. Like when I see like the Canadian geese flying in a V formation, I'm like, that's freaking amazing. I got to see that. Nobody else got to see that today. Or maybe they did and they didn't appreciate it the way I did. A great learning lesson for me was actually when we moved back from BC to Alberta, I realized how much I miss the mountains and the ocean because, you know, when you're living, like when we were in Victoria, we were living right on, on the ocean. Right. So you could look out our kitchen window, you could see the ocean, you could see the Olympic Mountains and seeing that every single day, you almost start to take it for granted. You don't you don't pay attention to it as much because you see it every day. So you, you forget to be grateful for it. But then once you step away from it and you're back in a land of winter without the ocean and without the mountains right there, I, I started to realize that. And I'm like, holy, like I, I should have been a lot more grateful when I was there. Right. You take things for granted. Now all we have is an ocean drum. It makes awesome. the sound of an ocean. It's still great, but it doesn't, you're not smelling the ocean when you play it. <laughs> <laughs> She's not wrong. Okay. I grew up right beside the ocean. Number five, as Kayla's smelling the ocean right now. Number five, living, living in, in the present, present moment. Ooh, I was going for it. She went for it. You okay. can go for it. You no, it's all good. Right. Living in the present moment, the power of now. There's a reason that there is a book written called The Power of Now. Living in the moment is where we get to experience joy and happiness and bliss. 
you don't get to experience that in the past and you sure as hell can't experience that in the future, right? Future is where you get to worry about things. You're, you're worrying about the future, about your, your work deadlines, about your school project, about the next game coming up, about whatever it might be. You're, you're in that anticipatory state. You're worrying about it or you're thinking about the past and you're dwelling on the past, something that happened that you wish you could have done differently, that you wish would have happened differently instead of just living in the moment and being thankful and grateful for the moment that you're in. Yeah, we get stuck in the past, right? Like that one situation that changed our life and that we just stuck in that moment. We couldn't move forward because of that. Or maybe we're stuck in the future and we're living in that anxiety and that stress and that worry of, oh my gosh, what if this doesn't happen? Oh my gosh, what if this does happen? And we play out all of these scenarios. What if we just stepped out of all of those scenarios and we stepped out of the past and we became here present? Because guess what? You're safe right now. You have breath in your lungs right now. Like, be with that. Your breath grounds you to the present moment. It takes you from the past and from the future and puts you here and now. And that is powerful because we don't have anxiety, stress, and worry here and now. Yeah. And so one of my, my favorite things is to take that moment, you know, when the kids are driving me crazy and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't get any serenity by myself. I go to the bathroom. (laughs) That's why she's always in the bathroom. (laughs) No, (laughs) but you close the bathroom door and you take a moment and you breathe. Maybe you legit have to go to the bathroom. You sit on the toilet and you breathe. I don't know. But you're like being present in that moment and giving your ego something to focus on that isn't outside of physically where you are we we like to come back to those five senses yeah well i I, for me i always say bring it back to the breath too just because it's such a good centering such a good focus where you you literally if you just close your eyes and breathe you're focusing on that interoception what's happening on the inside you feel your ribs expanding you feel them contracting as you're breathing that back out and that is it's powerful to be in the moment with your breath and being in the present moment it it is you can connect with your body and that felt sense within your body, right? When we, when we look at trauma um, or PTSD, we need to begin to connect with that felt sense within our body. And we can't do that when we're living in the past or in the future. And so grounding back into that body, you'll begin to notice, you know, when you eat something, how does that make your body feel? When you think a, a negative thought, how does that make your body feel? Where in your body are you feeling that? So by using that that key pillar of being in the present moment, we can really change so many aspects of our lives. Well, and that pillar is beautiful because it plays into the other ones too. Be present in your movements. Be present while you're doing your walks, when you're doing your workouts. So many people do like their mindless workouts and they're like, oh, I just go to the gym. I tune everything out and that, you know, it's mindless. And it's like, no, be present in those movements. Learn your body. Figure out what feels good. When you're eating your food, know when you're full before you're full, right? You get that that ideology where you start to be able to realize, hey, my my body's telling me I'm getting full here, right? What do the foods taste like? Be in the moment, everything you do. Being in the moment with your radical self-love, like truly feeling the emotion of love and support that you can give yourself or truly becoming aware of the thoughts and the thought patterns that are coming through our monkey mind. Being being more in the present with your gratitude, right? I mean, when you talk to kids for their gratitude, they're very present in the moment because they can't remember what happened (laughs) yesterday, right? It's like, I am present for lamp. Are you present for lamp because you see lamp? 
Yes. Like he's the, like their anchorman. <laughs> but I mean, like it's it's legit. It's a thing. Like they can't really remember their day. They can't recount it all because they're present right now. Whereas we, as adults, we don't go present now. We're like, okay, well, I was grateful for this happening well, yesterday. We've, we've learned to put our focus elsewhere, right? And that that happens with school. You know, when when you're growing up, going through school, you're learning about the past. You're learning about what you might want to be in the future. So a lot of the focus isn't so much on what you're doing right now, right? So again, living in the now, that power of now is so powerful. Okay, pillar number, number six. six. So our sixth pillar, which we think is fundamental to every other pillar. 100% purpose, living with purpose. Driving your life and your success forward. If you don't have purpose, you don't have direction. You don't have direction in any of these aspects. You, if you don't have purpose, why are you getting up and moving? So, so how many people that are listening have that, you know, they, they just wake up and they do their routine, right? They're, they're just in the motions of living their life, um, you know, put food on the table, uh, eat, sleep, repeat every single day, right? This is, this is how a lot of people live their lives and they don't have that, that greater purpose in the, I say greater purpose, but it doesn't have to be anything grandiose either. Like it doesn't have to be this crazy overarching, if I don't make it to Mars, I didn't do anything, Elon Musk. But it it doesn't have to be anything huge. Your purpose could be to be the best father, mother, brother, sister, whatever it might be. To be like our daughter. She wants to be the kindest person in the world. That is her purpose in life. She said, regardless of what else happens, Regardless of everything happening in my life, I want to be known as the kindest person that has ever lived. I'm like, easy there, Buddha. Like, look at you go. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. It's like, you know, your purpose today might change throughout your lifetime, right? Like, right now, maybe your purpose is to be the best mother or father to your children. Um, maybe your purpose is to be the best caregiver for your parents. Maybe your, your purpose is to, you know, to inspire other people through something that you're empowering them with. Maybe you are a business person. Maybe your purpose is to deliver the highest level of service to your clients. Maybe your purpose is to be the best employer that you can be. Or to employee. have the happiest employees. Because a lot of employers, their focus is purely monetary. And there's, there's nothing, like, everybody's got to feed their family, everybody's business. To be successful, you do need that monetary return. But maybe if you had the happier employees, if you created an atmosphere that was the happiest workplace ever, you would have that much more productivity out of your people. So again, everybody's purpose is different, but having that, that inner purpose, a driving force for your success is so powerful. Right. And we can't achieve anything in our lives if we don't have that greater purpose and that greater understanding. And psychologists have actually said purpose is the one key driver to change, to behavior change, to radical self-love. Like it is huge when it comes to your success in your life is to have some sort of overarching purpose and value. Yeah. Purpose, direction, it's a beautiful thing. Okay, so let's just recap those six pillars for our fundamental principles for life. So the Movement. iron cell pillars are, Mike? <laughs> Movement, nourishing our bodies with whole foods, radical, unconditional self-love, gratitude, uh, living in the present, and purpose.
So I hope you guys received some value from this episode. I hope you got something out of this. If you want to know how to now take these six fundamental principles into your life, reach out to us because we are here to support you. We want to make sure that you are successful. Have a great day, guys. Bye for now.